Welcome back to episode 27 on Morning Synth. FM 97.7 On today's episode, I'm doing no good. Whistling 101. The difference between a mouth and mouth parts. Garlic stuck in mud. Morning synth, synthesizer, manual, decoder. Online dating. And C, also. I am doing no good. By Pamela S. Vining. I am doing no good, said a little rill, as it rippled along at the foot of a hill. I am doing no good with my babbling here. No one is listening, no one is near. No good, no good said a violet blue as it shook from its petals the sparkling dew and opened its wondering azure eyes to the soft clear light of the morning skies no good said a willow tree bending low to kiss the rivulet say not so daily and hourly I draw from thee the grace and beauty that dwell with me, and the rustling reeds in the marge that stood, reproachfully murmured, no good, no good. No good indeed, cried a dainty bird, as she sprang from her nest as the sound she heard and fluttered her wings over the sorrowing stream while her bright plumes flashed in the morning beam. Peace, peace, my brook, and the young leaves stirred at the gushing notes of the happy bird. Do you not nourish the dear beech tree that spreads its shelter for mine and me? You give yon walled rose its beauteous hue and yonder violet its tender blue, in yonder willow its foliage fair, and yonder lily 
its fragrance rare. The sun is gracious and kind, we think, but to you, my brooklet, we come to drink. His beams with glory and warmth are rife, but you afford us the cup of life. Gentle rivulet, cease to pine. Sing and be happy for me and mine. And me, said the lily, and me, and me, said violet and rosebud and willow tree. And rustling reeds and the gray old beech, tossing him's arms, high out of reach. Fluttering insect and waving tree, murmured and rustled for me and me. Then the rivulet brightening sped along with a freer step and a gladder song. Through many a valley and meadow green, making her flowery footprints seen. Deepening ever and broadening out, greeting the hills with a joyous shout. Greeting the rocks with a soft caress, and singing still in her joy's excess. Till her song swelled out to an anthem free, and she caught the flash of the distant sea. The glorious sea that, with answering tone, welcomed his guests from the hillside lone. Then the stream shook hands with the kingly mane, and glancing back to her source again, beheld each place where her steps had been, glowing in tenderest, loveliest, loveliest green. Saw beauty and fruitfulness fresh and fair, wherever her gladdening footsteps were caught from the green hills far away the echo of many a woodland lay and the perfume of many a wildflower born on the scented wings of the dewy morn and then the rivulet understood that all along she'd been doing good that a rich green belt on earth's sunny breast was left to tell of her mission blessed that earth with lovelier flowers was rife for her calm footsteps and patient life that giving much she had gathered more winning an ever-increasing store and at length unfettered and strong and free a home she had found with the glorious sea My name is Julian Andrews, sitting here with a cup of coffee, a tiny cup with not a lot of coffee in it.
And with me is Eric Santos on the synthesizer. bringing us some tasty licks as always and Eric hopefully has more coffee in his cup than I do none supposedly well we're doing well today so for days for today's morning coffee we have very little and we hope we can make it through. We now bring you your Fairbanks, Alaska morning forecast. Monday, rain, chance of precipitation 100%, humidity 87%, with wind of about 11 kilometers per hour. The high for today is 16 degrees Celsius, 61 degrees Fahrenheit, 11 degree low Celsius, and 51 degrees Fahrenheit. Tuesday, rain, precipitation 50%, high of 19 degrees Celsius, Low of 10. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Highs in the low 20s. And lows of 11 degrees. Partly cloudy. And into the weekend. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. High of about 18 degrees Celsius. Low of 8 degrees Celsius. With rain likely.
in Southern California. It's been hot. It's been very hot. Easily cresting 100 degrees Fahrenheit for multiple days in a row. But Southern California should be cooling down through the end of the week. Down into the low 80s in places, low 70s in others. It's also officially, or has been for a little while now, fire season in Southern California. Stop lighting fires. Whistling 101. Brought to you by none other than our very own Josh Holt. And I quote I don't think I have anything helpful to say, but that's probably not the point. You gotta press the sides of your tongue up against your teeth and potentially up against the roof of your mouth, depending on the pitch that you want. The more surface area of your tongue that's in contact with the roof of your mouth, the higher the pitch. The larger the gap between the middle of your tongue and the roof of your mouth, the lower the pitch. Your lips are going to make a little itty bitty diamond shape, like you smelled something you didn't want to smell. Now steadily blow air through the cavity you have created with your tongue and your lips. If it sounds good, you can whistle. If it doesn't sound good, you probably can't whistle. Whistling is a great way to have a great time whilst also 
probably bothering others. Morning Synth is known for having neither clout nor money.
difference between mouths and mouth parts. Mouth parts are a very specific form of anatomy often found on insectoid animals. This guide will help you to decipher the difference between mouths and mouth parts in the likely event you encounter an animal of unknown facial configuration. Insects have mouth parts, which are adapted to particular ways of feeding. Insects originally developed mouth parts as a mechanism to chew food, but some have specialized their feeding habits to focus on piercing and sucking. Chewing insects have mouthparts with the following individual parts. Mandibles. Caudal to the labrum and anterior to the maxillae. Used to masticate, cut, tear, crush, and chew food items. Mandibles can be found to be particularly serrated and knife-like. Maxilla. Caudal to the mandibles. Manipulate and partly masticate food. Like the labium, the maxillae have lateral palps which serve as organs of touch and taste when feeding or inspecting potential food and prey. Labium. Typically have a roughly quadrilateral structure made of paired, fused secondary maxillae. The labium assists in manipulation of food during mastication. Hypopharynx, a somewhat globular structure medial to the mandibles and the maxillae, assists in swallowing food. The hypopharynx divides the oral cavity into the cibarium and ventral salvarium. Piercing and sucking insects typically have different mouthparts. Proboscis. The mandibles and maxillae are modified into this organ, sheathed in a modified labium which allows piercing of tissue and sucking out liquids. Stylet. The labium encloses all mouthparts like a sheath, as is the case in all female mosquitoes. The labrum forms the main feeding tube through which blood is sucked. The paired mandibles and maxillae are used to pierce skin in this case. The labium stays outside of the food item's skin. The stylet has a tube that the mosquito can use to inject anticoagulants into the food item's skin. Siphoning insects. Proboscis. 
In this case, like moths and butterflies, the proboscis does not pierce but allows the insect to extend the proboscis to suck nectar from plants and flowers. The proboscis can often be longer than the body of the insect and can curl up under the head of these insects for storage between feeding events. Sponging insects. Labellum, such as a housefly. These insects have a labium with articulaxillae, present but much reduced or non-functional. Essentially, these insects have a proboscis made up of interlocking, elongated hypopharynx and epipharynx to channel food into the esophagus via capillary action. The fly secretes saliva onto solid food, and while the saliva dissolves the food, it uses the labellum to draw the food up into the mouth as a liquid. Mouths don't have these things. I was on autopilot until about three weeks ago.
garlic. Garlic comes in many forms, including bulbs and cloves. If you are wondering where to purchase garlic, you can find it in multiple different quantities in such places as Stockholm, Sweden, or the Jeff Bezos-owned Whole Foods. Garlic keeps away the following. Girls. Vampires. Jobs. Mosquitoes. People that want to argue about politics. And customers. If you are having trouble figuring out the next thing to do, garlic helps you come up with creative projects to work on. Fill out your 2024 tax returns. Decide on a presidential candidate to vote for in 2016. Clean the bathroom. Write your next product review on Etsy. Eat a banana. Fire your landlord. Recoup your losses. Or rebrand your dog's Instagram account. Garlic will not help you take out the trash. Invest in real estate. Make first contact with aliens. Write your next musical magnum opus. Decide on what to wear. Figure out whether to drink another cup of coffee or switch to tea. If you have any questions about garlic that have not already been answered, you may direct them to your closest local garlic representative.
I am traveling from one point to another. I was happy where I was, and I hope to be happy where I will be. But for now, I am traveling. I know I am traveling because I am not entirely comfortable. I have limited access to the things that make me comfortable. I cannot retreat to my place of comfort. I am the purest version of myself. Yet despite the preamble of inner realization, I find myself in a predicament. I am stuck in mud. I didn't see it coming. I did not prepare myself for this moment exactly. I've never been in mud before, and I fear that this may indeed be the end of me. let this be the end of me. I have to be sharp. I have to improvise. I can only rely on the total summation of all the experiences I can currently remember. I must try this. Well. I'm stuck. I will die here. This is the end of me. Or not. Maybe I can thrive here. Here in this mud. I will make my home. I will fall in love here. I will grow. I will raise children. I will start composting. I will quit drinking and finally make something of myself. I will floss more often, whatever is appropriate. Fuck, get me out of this mud. I'd rather starve.
Here at Morning Synth, we have been working with our research and development team to bring to you a solar-powered flashlight. A solar-powered flashlight. A solar-powered flashlight. This flashlight runs straight off the power of the sun. But it doesn't have a battery, so you need to stay in view of the sun in order to use it. Enjoy.
we are now prepared to unveil the morning synth synthesizer manual decoder On today's reading, we will be discovering how to operate the oscillators. Once you find the oscillator section of your synthesizer, you've now found the place where the sound of the synthesizer is born. In this case, the synthesizer provides two oscillators of almost identical design, with control over octave and waveform settings. The second oscillator contains a frequency knob to detune it from oscillator one. Notes: there is a fine tune knob located on the rear panel for adjusting the overall tuning of the instrument, but don't worry about that for now. Let us go over the first oscillator. First we choose an octave. In this case, the four position switch is used to, to select the fundamental octave setting for the first oscillator. In this case, they're labeled with wavelength, the first one being 32 feet, 16 feet, 8 feet, and 4 feet. The sync button, when lit, the phase of oscillator 2 is hard synced to the phase of oscillator 1. This forced synchronization causes the waveform of oscillator 2 to take on a more complex wave shape as it works to stay aligned with oscillator 1. This feature is handy for creating sharp, metallic, and flange-like sounds, while also ensuring that the pitch of oscillator 2 stays locked to oscillator 1. Now we're on to the waveform. In this case, we have a four position knob, which is used to select the waveform setting for oscillator one. We begin with triangle. Move to saw. Then to square. And narrow pulse. On this semi-modular synthesizer, 
Oscillator 1 has three external patch points. The first one is wave out, where the audio signal coming from this output is determined by the settings of oscillator 1 octave and waveform knobs. You can take a patch cable from wave out and patch it to an input on another part of the synthesizer in order to control or pass the audio signal from that patch point to another. In this case, wave out is then patched into the input of the low pass filter. And although the synthesizer has two oscillators, the first oscillator is bypassing the mixer section to go directly into the filter. Then, if you were to patch the second oscillators wave out into the input of the output section, which is labeled as the thing. Here, let's, let's find it. The output section, we can patch the second oscillator to VCA in. And in this configuration, only the first oscillator is being controlled with the filter. The second oscillator should have bypassed the filter. Now the second patch point is pitch in, which you can send a control signal connected to this input that will modulate the pitch or frequency of oscillator one. This input voltage is added to the voltage from the note played on the keyboard. The last patch point for oscillator one is PWM in also known as pulse width modulation. A control signal connected to this input will modulate the pulse width of the square or pulse waveform selected by oscillator one. Pulse width modulation varies the duty cycle or pulse width of a wave and thereby changes its harmonic content. Among other things, PWM is often used to mimic the sound of ensembled strings and to thicken bass sounds.
Stay tuned to learn more from the Morning Synth Synthesizer Manual Decoder. I use my phone a lot. Too often, some would say. I use it sometimes when I want to talk to people who are not the people that I should currently be talking to. It's kind of backwards, but also it kind of makes sense. I meet a lot of people on my phone, but really, this means I can meet them everywhere and anywhere. I met her from the couch. The light was pouring through the window in the common area. The stale smell of cigarettes permeated through the gap underneath the front door. I was watching the perceived lives that people post on Instagram, and I came across hers. To be honest, we had met previously, but we didn't really speak. She posted some sort of picture of her doing God knows what. I wanted to know more. I reached out. We started talking. We liked some of the same things. We agree on some important things, but she knows things that I don't know about the universe. I wanted to hear what she thought about other things. She made me laugh. We spoke all over the house. It's like we were living together. Things are different now. Not really like the before times. In the before times, we may not have made time for each other. We would have filtered out each other, out as noise. 
glad I heard her noise. Although, I don't think I'll hear her noise very much in the future. We aren't in the same house, after all. But listening to the noise can be a beautiful thing. week on Morning Synth. See also, brought to you in part by adamonline.com. Coffee for your thoughts and ears for your mind. You've been listening to Morning Synth on Anti-Meridian 1001. Wow.